She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of swearly spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hello, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to the Bitch Scopes podcast, where I, Kelly McLean, dish about the upcoming week's astrological mood with a feminist twist. Because feminism, like astrology, is for everybody, damn it. I am Kelly McLean. I think I already said that. Um, I've been writing Bitch Scopes for years. I'm tired of hearing this myself. But anyway, um, it's controversial. I can't advertise any of my branding, which is my own fault, yes, but I am taking back the word for myself and for others, and <laughs> I can't advertise bitch story or bitch scopes or, uh, hold on, I'm missing one, bitch blaining um, or anything because they all have the word bitch in them and can't be advertised, which I think is a bit of horseshit, but I also, I, I get it, but it's also just stupid. Anyway, that's just me. Thank you for listening. Um, wherever you're listening, um, do check out the other podcasts, Bitchstery and Bitch Splaining. If you're new around here, Bitchstery is uh, women's history, but women that you've probably never heard of. And Bitch Splaining is me and my best friend just sort of solving all of life's problems together as girls do when they get together. Please check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash house of bleep. I always have this moment where I say forward slash and then I go, Kelly, you don't have to say forward slash to say slash house of bleep because the kids, they don't, they don't know the forward slash. But anyway, I don't care. I'm old and it is what it is. <laughs> uh, you can also read the overall, I call it the bitch astrology, which is sort of like the, the overall theme and the, the description of the week at kellymclean.blogspot.com. You can email me at kelly at thebitchwhisperer.me. And you can also get a private reading with me over at one to listen.com. That's the number 12 and listen.com or just email me and I'll tell you how to do it. Um, <clears throat> then to get the actual horoscopes, which I do weekly, you have to go to Patreon five dollars a month and you get four weeks of bitch scopes for that so there you go in general thank you for listening subscribing and generally supporting me it means so much to me let's get into this week um i always sit down to do bitch scopes and i'm like okay what is going on this week okay we got a new moon Oh, what am I going to talk about? And then I start looking at the transits and I don't know, I just, something comes over me and I get a theme and I usually end up fairly passionate about whatever I'm writing, uh, this week being no exception. So after I wrote it, I was like, oh, I have a great title for this one. So the title of this week's astrology is this moon is a mother. <laughs> I'm so fucking amused by myself. I can't stand it. So 
<laughs> let's just get into it. Um, this week is sort of a mixed bag of feeling and healing, which is only appropriate because we can't heal what we haven't felt and acknowledged. We have a new moon this week and it's one of the, so if you listen regularly, you know, I'm not a big fan of the full moons. They just make me weird. They send my hormones off the rails. Um, I really have always liked new moons. I've always been a new moon girl. I like the dark. I'm a vampire kind of person. Um, but this might be one of the new moons I'm not super excited about just because Virgo energy is hard for me. But let's dig in. We start out this week with some healing being available to us thanks to Chiron and Characlo, both being active and ready to heal wounds and repair necessary boundaries. Charclo is good about boundaries. We are in Virgo energy and Virgo is quite good at boundaries, like a little spreadsheet. Um, whereas her opposite Pisces has no boundaries. It's like a drop of water and a glass of water. It's like just, you're all one. Whereas Virgo's like, no, we have cells and we have rows and we have columns. <laughs> Uh, Virgo is the goddess that knows who she is. She is grounded. She understands what the changing seasons mean for her. She knows her tasks and her duties, and she is devoted to them. At her best, she is selfless and perfect and devoted to nurturing others. But like any energy in the extreme, it makes us crave the opposite. So Virgo's uber organized, uptight, analytical, super clean ways can make us crave a little bit of messy, dirty, sexy chaos. She is Mother Mary. She is Mother Nature. And if you've been watching the weather, you know that Mother Nature is no weak Mary. <laughs> She's up to some shit. So hold that thought. Midweek, we have Pallas and Vesta, both changing signs. Pallas Athena is the goddess of war and of strategy but she's moving into peace-loving Libra, where she's going to attempt to bargain a truce. And then I wish she would bargain it more loudly for the asshole patriarchy in the back. But anyway, <laughs> Vesta is the archetype of the Vestal Virgins, and it's another iteration of the Virgo energy. Um, some would argue that Vesta should be the new ruler or the co-ruler of Virgo. I can't really super disagree with it. I think that a good co-ruler co for Virgo is Ceres, but astrology nerds go, it's not Ceres, it's Virgo, it's Karen. Anyway, Vesta is moving into another nurturing energy, Cancer, which is another mother energy. So you can see where this mother theme came from for me. Um, it might just be me. I haven't checked out any other astrologers at this point for this week. Um curious to see if I'm the only one that picked up on this. So then Thursday, we have that new moon in Virgo. Um, would be good if I gave some dates. <laughs> Thursday, the 14th of September. So this is the astrology for <laughs> September 11th through the 17th. I should have said that at the beginning, but here we are. New moon in Virgo on the 14th. Let me double check that date. Yes. And the new moon is at 22 degrees of Virgo. It happens at 6.40 p.m. Pacific time, which is 9.40 p.m. Eastern time. And then you can extrapolate from there if you live outside the U.S. Um, where are we? <laughs> okay. So imagine, imagine if you will, being in a car 
on a road trip to healing. In the car with you are your mom, your most triggering sibling or cousin maybe, and your your best friend who's also critical. Just She's just critical. You have a lot of fun with these girls, but you've been in the car for hours and you're tired and you're pissy. You're emotional, you're reactive, and you're sensitive. Where are we going, mom? Oh my God, are we there yet? Ew, mom, gross, stop dancing. Stop, do- oh my God, mom, someone's gonna see you. Oh, that's lame. This is what's happening in the car. <laughs> the moon is Tran Uranus and Quincunx Eris. And then a few hours later, the moon opposes Neptune and Quincunx is the North Node. We are setting intentions for boundaries. We might feel triggered and anxious, but we are claiming confidence anyway. We feel emotionally reactive and hypersensitive, but we are keeping our shit together to maintain the girl code. Damn it. We are overcoming self-repression to experience full expression. I'm really in love with that sentence because it's it's everything. We're overcoming self-repression to experience full expression. Yes, bitch. <laughs> we are learning to recognize higher wisdom, from impulsivity and ego soothing. We are both the mother and the child, the virgin and the whore. We are all the things that they say women are, and we are transmuting that shit into super fucking powers. So you're excited, but you're exhausted. So welcome to the Virgo mother of a new moon. We have four months left in 2023. Not that that matters because what's time anyway? Is it a circle? Is it a line? Is it fly? who cares? We're we're about to enter eclipse season. We have 52 planets retrograde. Okay, there's six major planets. There's eight if you count the minor planets, which apparently some people count, but only some of them, which pisses me off. If you follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you saw my rant about that. Um, Anyway, we can harness that introspective retrograde energy to set intentions for the rest of this year. How do you want to grow over the next four months? How can you heal your inner virgin whore? How can you stop giving a fuck what society and the patriarchy thinks of you? How can you be the goddess who knows who she is? who overcomes self-repression to experience full expression. Yes. Um, One of the things we can and probably should work on in this sort of hushed, internalized new moon energy is the mother. How can you heal, forgive, release, embrace the mother inside of you and the mother who did or didn't raise you? This could be a deep wound for you if it is just baby steps. Maybe acceptance is as far as you can get for now. Forgiveness is not always natural. Bear in mind, every woman has a story and every single one of our stories are complicated and complex and unique and twisty. Virgo is no exception. Um, Virgo's mythology goes as such. This is from earthsky.org. Virgo personifies Persephone, daughter of Demeter, the harvest goddess. According to a Greek myth, it was once always springtime on earth, but then the god of the underworld, Hades, kidnapped Persephone. Demeter, overcome with grief, abandoned her role as an earth goddess 
Thus, the world's fruitfulness and fertility suffered. Then, according to the myth, Earth wouldn't become fruitful again until Persephone returned home. So Zeus insisted that Hades return Persephone to Demeter. Demeter? I've heard Demeter, but that throws me off. Also, Zeus said that Persephone must eat nothing until her return. Alas, Hades purposely gave Persephone a pomegranate. Like he tempted her with an apple, kind of. Hmm. Thus, Persephone was given back to her mother, but Persephone, because of the pomegranate, has to return to the underworld for four months every year. To this day, spring returns to the Northern Hemisphere when Persephone reunites with Demeter. Demeter. I would love to know how you say it. Then the winter season reigns when Persephone dwells in the underworld. Interesting side note. So you know how apples seem to be in all the mythology? They're just kind of everywhere. Adam and Eve, Eris, Snow White, William Tell, Isaac Newton, Avalon, and the Arthurian legends, Loki and Idun in North mythology, Zeus's gift to Hera, on and on and on. The pomegranate was also called a desert apple in some stories and cultures. Apple comes from the Latin word pomum, which really means any fruit, but nevertheless, Apples come to mean wisdom, beauty, and love. And it's just interesting to me that Hades, a.k.a. the devil, tempted Persephone slash Eve, Adam, with an apple. I don't know. I love it. Um, anyway, your new moon ritual could include an apple, and you can do it a whole bunch of different ways, whatever floats your boat. You could simply put an apple on your altar. You could plant an apple or apple seeds, cut an apple in half, and there's a little star pentacle where the seeds formed. You can put that on the altar. You can make an apple brew or a tea or sip an apple cocktail. Apple teeny, anyone? Yes, please. Um, write a letter to your mother or to your children that you did or didn't have. Spend a little time alone and know that just by being a woman, you are a mother and a powerful force on this fucked up planet. We are all mothers and we need to take better care of ourselves and each other. Big time. Fuck yeah. So horoscopes are written specifically for rising signs this week. Um, they focus on forgiving and healing the mother wound. Remember, every sign has two sides, the light and the shadow. Most of us are some gray blend of the two. We're very complex. We're not made up of just one sign or energy. So if as you go through this, the description doesn't fit your experience of your mother, that is okay. Just tap into whatever it was and is and utilize that for healing. When you do this healing, you're not just healing yourself. You're healing your mother, your children, women far and wide affected by ripples that you may never know have reached them. Um, these scopes also talk about what is called the IC in your natal chart. The IC informs and describes the experience of your early life or childhood. It's at the bottom of your chart. It is opposite the midheaven. The IC can illustrate some of the more painful aspects of childhood. Um, whatever it is we grew up with, we tend to strive toward and are drawn to the opposite in life. So the IC is our private inner life, 
I see um, some astrologers um, use like the mnemonic device inner child for that. Um, and the MC is our public life, which I guess you could be like, MC, welcome to the party. <laughs> that was me being a DJ. Never mind. Your natal moon placement is also very important, important, important. And I can't possibly know that without looking at your chart. So figure out what your moon sign is. Um, I have a description for each moon sign on the blog. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, it's pretty easy to find on the internet. Um, I do in the blog, I give you a link to um, AstroSeek where you can find <clears throat> what your big three planets are. Um, so you can find your moon sign and then you can read the blog to see what the description of your moon sign is and then read your horoscope, your bitch scope. Um, and then we're kind of overlaying all that information together to come up with um, what needs to be healed and the mother energy within you. Just for funsies, um, I wanted to sort of test this theory. So I looked at a whole bunch of uh, celebrity charts. Celebrities are interesting because, you know, even though like the IC and other parts of our lives are obviously very private because they're celebrities, we do know stuff about them and there's good old Wikipedia. So um, I pulled a couple, Courtney Kardashian and Reese Witherspoon are both Aries rising. So they both have an IC in Cancer. So we all know Kris Jenner is the original momager supermom. Courtney Kardashian is the oldest of the Kardashian sisters. So her relationship with her mother is unique. Um, she tends to be, I think, a little more concerned about her mother or her relationship with her mother. And she's also been very focused on her own motherhood. Um, Courtney has a Capricorn moon, which you can read about, um, but just for illustration purposes. Um, if you have a Capricorn moon, your mom is or was very serious and ambitious, um, very independent and self-sacrificing, and you were held to very high standards. <clears throat> um, Reese Witherspoon also has a Capricorn moon. That was completely unintentional on my part, and that's just a fluke. Um, she had a typical Southern upbringing where kindness and manners and properness were very strongly emphasized. And her mother was a nurse with a PhD in pediatric nursing. Um, hello, Virgo nurse, nurse mom. Whoa. Um, <laughs> that is wild. So anyway, I love kind of pop culture astrology sometimes. It's just a fun way to illustrate things. Very easy to go down a rabbit hole, which I often do. So uh, in a final note, before you read your scopes or listen to your scopes, however you do it, um, I know there are many people who don't know their mothers at all or well for a variety of reasons, and that wound deserves maybe the most healing of all. You have needed to mother yourself, um, and regardless of what you do or don't know about your mother, you can lean into your moon sign and also the collective, all of us other mothers, um, for healing and support. Um, yeah, even if you don't know your birth sign, if, if you, I mean, sorry, if you don't know your birth time. So if you need to know your moon sign and you go to the calculator, you're like, fuck, I don't know what time I was born. Okay. Place your birth time at noon. 
the moon can only be off by like four degrees in either direction if you place your birth time at noon. If you do a sunrise chart where you place your birth time at like 6 a.m., your moon can be way more off. So if you just have to guess, do a noon birth time and your moon is very likely to be an accurate sign. So there's that. Um, love you guys. Um, this is one episode where you probably do need to just go over to the blog and read because it is a lot of information. I mean, I just rambled through it all, but there's a lot. Um, and you have to read all the moon sign info and then you're going to want to read your husband's moon sign and your boss's moon sign because it's just very, um, informative about, a person's emotional needs. Your moon sign, your natal moon sign is what you need to feel emotionally secure. Your IC is your childhood experience. And then um, we look at your, we, I looked at your cancer placement to see where your mother energy expresses itself. Hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't now, it will when you read your scopes. So have a great week. Have a lovely mother of a new moon and um, check out the other podcasts. I think that's it. This is the part where I say bitch scopes are written by me. Executive producer for today's show is me. Uh, head writer is me. Edited by me. Bitch scopes is a trademark of McLean Creative Services and it is dis distributed by House of Bleep Productions. Bye. <laughs>